And we are live. G'day everyone, Mike Jeffrey here, and you are listening to My Creative Journey, episode number 55. Well, today's episode, we're back after a little break. I had a week off last week, if you didn't notice, but that was because I started a new podcast last week, and I spoke about this a couple of weeks ago that I was launching um, a new podcast with my fiance Emily, all about uh, wedding planning and and the whole process around that. So we, we launched that last Monday. So I took a break off from this podcast and decided just to have a week without anything because we actually released three episodes of that podcast last week. But that's really what I want to jump into today. And I'm not going to muck around jumping into this episode because I really want to touch on how I launched that podcast. And I think that is something that a lot of people um, are interested in and not specifically a podcast, but I think people are interested in starting something new. And when should you start something? Because if you're anything like me, you have all these big grand ideas. You've you've got lists and lists of ideas that you've had over the years that you think could be successful, could be enjoyable, and you just don't know when to start on them. You just don't know when you should pull the pin and actually really give it a go. Um, and so for me, the idea behind this wedding planning podcast has been quite a long time in the making. I've been thinking about making a wedding planning podcast for, for quite some time. It's obviously... Um, something that I'm very much interested in because I'm planning my own wedding at the moment. As you guys know, I'm getting married in April this year. So planning my own wedding. So I've been involved in a lot, but I also work in the wedding photography industry. Um, So I get to experience a lot of the stuff in the wedding industry um, through my work. And it's obviously a bit of a strategic move there because um, I can educate on it, but I can also inform people about my work and my services. So that's a really great way to be able to use that podcast in a really positive way to be able to educate, but also to be able to do something for my own brand and my own business. Um, And it's been something that I've been been really thinking about. I didn't really know how to start it. And then then my fiance, Emily, came to me and she said that she thought it was a great idea that we start uh, a podcast. So we really got that underway in quite a short amount of time, actually. We really decided probably um, in early January. So we turned it around in about a month and were up and running with with three episodes on the first day. And I really wanted to talk about that because it's been actually quite successful. It's been quite a successful launch. I think that podcast in its first three days, as I'm recording this, three days after we launched, um, it's had more downloads than my podcast on this podcast has had, had had after three months, I think. So already tracking pretty well um, with only three episodes released as opposed to my podcast, which probably had about 12 to have the same amount of downloads. But I think there's a few things behind that. And I think what came about was a little bit of a marketing push from us to really advertise it. I think I know when I dropped this podcast that it was really out of the blue. Um, I didn't really tell anyone. And as I said, I think on episode five, I'd already released about four episodes before I'd announced it to anyone. So there were already four episodes on all the streaming services before I actually even announced that I had the podcast. So then I didn't announce it till episode number five. So obviously I didn't have any downloads until episode number five because it's hard to be discovered without anyone actually first going and listening to the podcast. They're obviously not going to push that in the algorithm to anyone without any views. So that was a bit of a strategic move for me because it wasn't really something that I knew whether I wanted to start last year when I started this podcast. I didn't know whether it was something that I wanted to continue on or actually how I would go at it. I didn't know if it was something that I would enjoy. So I gave myself that bit of a buffer period because podcasting was obviously very new to me and not having a lot of experience in it. I thought I'll release a few episodes. I'm trying to get a few under the belt. 
and without that pressure of having people turn up there on the first episode. Because as I look back now, my first episode is probably the worst episode of the podcast in my opinion. But I'm glad that it is because I've been improving ever since. But if I had have had pressure of people turning up on that first day listening to that first episode, I think there would have been a lot more stress there. There would have been a lot more stress to release the next episode, try and improve, to try and get better and try and hear what people had to say about that first episode. So I really took the pressure off in not having people um, immediately listen to that first episode so I could I could try and hone the skills to see if I actually enjoyed producing a podcast because I gave myself a good month before I announced it to anyone. And so I'd been researching, I'd been trying to do a lot of work on the podcast and I could really tweak them. If I didn't if I didn't enjoy it after three episodes or four episodes, I could just like delete the whole thing. So there was no pressure there and no one really knew about it. I got to the end of episode four and I thought, no, I'm really enjoying this. Let's go with episode five. Let's announce it on this one and, and really have it out there in the world and, and, and really get started. Whereas on this new podcast, it was the complete opposite of that. So we'd announced it probably a month before we'd even released the first episode and that was um, a little bit of a good move, I guess, and to get people a little bit hyped about it but also to create some awareness so that people were turning up on the first day to actually listen to the episode of the podcast. Now, we, we dropped three episodes of the podcast on the first day. That wasn't something which we announced but we knew that having episodes there for people to listen to um, on the first day was a good thing because people – are on that hype when you first turn onto a new podcast. People are on that hype to try and listen to more episodes. And if you've only got one episode there, it doesn't really give people very much of a taste of what it's about. So if you want people to keep coming back, you have to give them a taste. And and it's easier done further down the track. So if I get someone tuning into the podcast, like if you're going to tune into this podcast right now, um, and this is the first episode you're listening to, you've got now 54 episodes to go back and listen to that you haven't heard before because you're just now tuning in whereas if you tune in on the first week you've only got one episode to listen to one episode to make up your mind on on whether you like the podcast or not and whether you're going to subscribe to, to actually stick around for next week's episode so to give people three episodes on the first day i think that was a bit of a a move to encourage people to actually listen to more episodes so we were able to get more downloads on the first day but also give people something to listen to so they knew that they wanted to come back next week or not if that was the way that they wanted to go about it. We also released the podcast on Valentine's Day which again a strategic move to make people remember what day it was actually launching. It's hard to implant that seed in someone's mind that you're launching anything, any brand, any new business on a particular day. So that's why you often see people launching on the first of the month. You'll often see people uh, launching on a Monday because it's easier for people to remember that they're launching at the start of a new week, start of a new month, any particular date like that. If you're just going to say a random date, people are probably going to forget that date and not turn up on your first day. And you really want to be able to generate hype around the first day whenever you launch something. So we decided to launch on Valentine's Day. It worked pretty well for us because Valentine's Day obviously has a lot to do with what we're talking about uh, on the podcast. So that worked really well, but it was also something that people could remember. And it happened to be a Monday, which was also very nice as well. And I think that created a lot of people turning up because they did remember. I'm not sure if that's genuinely the case, but I think a lot of people did turn up on the first day and and, and maybe that had something to do with it. And I'm probably going to say it, it had a little bit to do with it as opposed to if we just launched it on a random old day. Our podcast is going to go out every Friday uh, on a regular basis, every Friday, every week. Um, but we we did decide to launch it on a Monday 
just because to be able to get it on Valentine's Day, to be able to get it on a date that people would remember because it's important to have that memorable launch. And if you're not going to have that on the first day, it's hard to sort of build that momentum. As anyone knows, the start of anything um, is always where you create the most hype. And if you're going to launch something, you've got to create hype around that because it is going to die off a little bit before it comes back up again. And so if you're not generating a lot at the start, then it's going to be hard to, to be able to pick back up after that if you didn't really have much at the beginning. So I think we really... Um, I think we were really helped out by having it on that date. And so all this is great, but it begs the question, when should you start something? When should you go into starting something new? So these are just the examples that I'm trying to give from from me starting this new podcast. But there's a whole plethora of things out there that you could possibly be wanting to start. You know, you could be interested in starting a new art project. You could be interested in launching a new website or starting a new business, starting a new store, starting... Um, any new brand that you want to do around your creative business. So um, starting anything is always very scary for people to get into because it is it is that unknown. You know, you don't want to be able to put yourself out there into something new um, when you're not quite sure. And and I constantly get in that state of analysis paralysis where I'm overanalyzing what the pros and cons are of starting anything new. And to me, the ultimate thing comes down to um, the actual time that I'm going to be wasting. Um, of course, an expense at the end of the day, I'm, I'm not really ever starting anything where there's a big upfront cost. If there was a big upfront cost, obviously you need to weigh that into importance as well. But for me, it's more about the time. And so if it's just going to be a few weeks to really trial it out and then I can move on, I don't really mind because that time to me isn't everything. If it needs three years to be able to work it out, am I in a position to spend three years all in on something that I'm not quite sure if it's going to work. I don't know if I am, you know. If it's only three weeks, I can probably deal with that. And if it's not something that I need to do completely 100% full-time, I can work a bit on the side, then then that's also okay as well. So I'm, I'm continually weighing up whether um, something is worth starting because it's going to produce rewards for me in the long term. Now, obviously, these rewards don't need to be financial, and we've spoken about this multiple times on this podcast before that I don't believe in only trying to do things for financial gain because otherwise why would I start this podcast right here I do this because I enjoy this and I enjoy speaking about it I really wouldn't care if there wasn't anyone out there actively listening to these episodes because I really do this because I enjoy it and I enjoy being able to get my ideas out and that was a big part of around behind why I started this podcast it wasn't to be able to build a large podcast I don't really have that great big of a push into the world with this podcast you know I don't actively advertise it at all really so it's really something for me just because I enjoy it and I enjoy being able to get these ideas on paper, but I think I'm also building skills. I think there are also other things that come along with this that have allowed me to to really thrive in other aspects of my business and other aspects of life in being able to have these conversations with myself and being able to flesh out ideas that I've had through the week or things that I've been thinking about has really helped me to be able to go in general directions in my life and in my business. So I think that was a genuine upside. If you're just wanting to start an art project on the side, by all means, you can definitely go for that. It doesn't need to produce you an income straight away because realistically, it's probably not. So if you walk into it with the fact that you're not going to produce an income and you're not after that, then that's probably a better way to go about it anyway because you're going to be producing um, higher quality work because you really enjoy it. If you're only going to do something because you really enjoy it, that's the easiest way to then turn that into a genuine career further on down the track because you've started it on the side as something that you really enjoy. And how often do you hear people starting something on the side 
and then turning that into a full-time business because they've really enjoyed it and they've really put so much heart and soul into it over the course of years that they didn't even know they were working on it because they were actually working somewhere else and this was just something that they were doing on the site. So um, you hear about that so often where people are able to transform that and I think if that's the way you're starting, that's probably the best way to start because um, more often than not, that's going to lead you further down the path and that is something that I'm going to speak about also is consistency. I think when you're starting something important um, to be able to know how long you're going to go into it but also you have to be consistent over that period. You've got to make sure that um, you're not just going to give up at the first hurdle. You've got to be consistent. There are going to be hurdles. There are going to be speed bumps along the way that you have to keep trying to push through. You know, It's not going to be all smooth sailing from the start and you need to be aware of that that Anything you walk into, even if it is an art project just for yourself, you're going to have hurdles where um, if you decide every Tuesday afternoon you're going to come home and you're going to do a little bit of art and you get home one Tuesday and you're a bit exhausted, you're a bit tired, you don't feel like you don't feel like trying today, well, that's eventually going to lead into you, you, you're not going to be there every single week. You're not going to be turning up to do that consistently. So you're never going to be able to produce results if that's the case. If you're always waiting for inspiration to strike, it's never going to strike, you know. It's that whole quote from Stephen Pressfield from The War of Art that says, um, inspiration doesn't strike me very often, but it's amazing that it always seems to strike at nine o'clock on a Monday morning because he's, he, he's conditioned his routine in that way that every time he sits down to work, inspiration strikes him because he's, he's really set up that routine in his mind that he's there every single day of the week and he knows that at that time of day, that's the time to work. So if we can condition ourselves and we can try to work consistently over a long period of time, that is probably where you're going to get results. If you're working consistently over a long period of time and you don't enjoy it, then that's fine. But don't give up at the first hurdle. Don't give up at the first week when it starts to become hard because it will. It will become hard. Any artistic career, any artistic endeavor is hard. And there are moments that you don't feel like turning up. You know, we can often imagine this fairy tale that is perceived on social media that anyone who does anything artistic is only doing their dream job, is only just living out their dream. And that's not always the case because you'll never see what's behind the scenes. You'll never see um, everything that goes on in their mind. You'll never see what happens in their life. You'll never see the other work that's not artistic work. They may be slaving away at a job that they really hate to then come home to work on something artsy on the side. And they're drained when they get home from work and they're still turning up. They're still turning up to do that work because they really enjoy it. But you'll never see that other part and you think that in your life is hard because all you do is is work a job that you don't like and you never have energy to be able to go do anything and you really wish you could go and do what they do because all they do is is art every single day. Whereas that's not the case. You know, you're never going to be shown the other side of anyone's journey. So it's important to know it's important to stay consistent, important to know what it is you're going to be doing when you're going into these things because it can change, it can get hard, there will be bumps along the road and you need to know how to navigate those. And the other thing is just to make sure you give it your all. Make sure you give 100%. You don't want to be walking out at six months and saying, oh, I didn't really do that well, but you only gave it about 20% the whole way through. It's, it's hard because I know most arts careers artistic things are often done on the side and we have to start that way and I'm and I'm really blessed that up until now I haven't had to have it really on the side of anything else and most other art things are started um, on the side of probably something you know I started my photography journey while I was at uni and I probably spent more time on photography than I did at uni but it was still on the side of something so there are going to be points where you can't put 100% into everything but you need to know you gave it your best you gave it your best shot that you possibly could and you weren't spent 
um, with your time compromised working on something else. You have to really be dedicated at that. And that's why it's really important, I think, to understand why you're going to stop something before understanding why you're going to start something because it can often be the case that we need to actually give something up to be able to start something that we really enjoy. We need to give up another thing that we enjoy a little bit, just make that sacrifice in order to have time, to have the effort, to have the energy, to be able to do something that we also enjoy that then later on down the track could turn into our main thing. So if we're working full time and we do sport on the side and then we really want to start this uh, artistic project as well, or we're interested in starting our own business, our online business, for example, but your time is too busy taking up with sport or something else on the weekends that you can't that you can't actively put energy into your side business because all through the week you've been working and you come home on the weekend and you're at sport, you're out with your friends and you're not willing to sacrifice those couple of things to be able to start this business or start this creative endeavor on the side because then hopefully that can turn into something that is your main thing. If you're not willing to give up those other few things that you have been working on, that you have been doing just for fun, then you're never going to get in that position where you can do where you can do the thing that you really love full time because you're not going to give those things up. And so it's exactly the same if it's another artistic career. You know, for me, I've had a lot of things that I've tried, I haven't really enjoyed and I've had to move on from. You know, you have to completely let go of them before you can start something new. And that's often the case that something else has to give way for you to be able to, to, be able to start something new. You can't keep piling things on and expecting yourself to churn out results in every single one of them. You can either get to a point where it's automated, where it's completely gotten to a point where it's in someone else's hands and you've really passed it on and you're just involved in it for not very much time at all. And that may be a case that you are able to build up to in your business further on down the track. If you start an online business now and in five years time, it's completely automated and you're able to go on and start something else. And that is really the dream. You know, we've really achieved all our goals there if that's the case and it's earning you an income on the side. But for most people, they can't afford the time to go and start another business when they're still so actively working in their, in their original business. So if you're not going to give that up or you're not going to give parts of that up, then you're not going to be able to go and do something new. So we need to be really sure on why we're starting something at the start, but then also what we're going to give up to be able to start it because it's not often the case that you just have so much ample time in your life, you know, like we all did in the pandemic last year where everyone was in isolation at home and all of a sudden we had so much time on our hands. So everyone was starting a creative project because they had so much time that they just had no idea what to do with. It isn't often the case that we're in that position. So we often have to give something up to be able to start these projects. So you have to be sure on what it is you're going to be having to give up. I've spoken about in the last couple of weeks how I've sort of eased back on my landscape photography and that was an active move for me to try and push more on my wedding photography and really um, to really go hard at that and really provide um, as great a service as I possibly could to all my clients because I think that's important to be able to turn up for them and to be able to really serve them the best way that I possibly can. And I can't be doing that if I'm focused too heavily on landscape photography. Obviously, I, I really want to get to a point where I can become a little bit more hands-off in my business, but at the moment, I've really got to go hard at advertising my wedding photography because if I'm not going to get any work in that, it's not going to be able to produce me an income to be able to do landscape photography on the side. So I have to go hard at it now in order to be in a position maybe next year where I can have a little bit more free time to go and do landscape photography because it is also something that I enjoy, but it's not something that produces me an income. And I've had to be really clear with myself on that because I don't really make a lot of money from that. As much as I enjoy it, it's it's probably something that is always going to stay on the side. So I've got to make sure my main thing is really hard and rock solid first in order to be able to go and do that other thing on the side. So it's exactly the same. And I had to think about that long and hard in how to give that up, how to ease out of that 
to be able to start something else, to be able to push into something else and put more of my energy somewhere else. And and often we can get afraid of the whole sunken costs that have already gone into it, all the time we've already spent into it, all the equipment, all the gear that we've already bought. If you've already started a podcast and you're and you're eight weeks into it and you really hate it, you know, maybe you have to move on. Maybe you don't keep persevering through because that's so much time each week. Have a think about how much time you're spending on that each single week if you're not enjoying it. And then just to say in rather than eight weeks' time, in eight months' time, you turn around and say, well, I've actually been hating this for the last eight months, so why have I been continuing on for this? The only reason I did it was because I bought all the equipment and I was too afraid to stop that, but now I've been spending eight hours every single week working on this project that I don't really enjoy. Whereas if you would have given it up way back at the start when you realized you didn't enjoy it, you would have had so much time to be able to start something new and by, and by the point now, you'd probably be at a stage in something else that you're at a, at a position to be able to move on with that. So don't be afraid of the sunken costs that can come along. There are so many in every art form, a lot of equipment you got to buy, a lot of stuff you need up front um, to be able to do it, a lot of time investment. You know, if you're working on a big project and you get most of the way through it and then you feel like you don't really enjoy it, well, maybe it's, it's probably better to give it up now than try and push through and realize in six months that you don't enjoy it. It's it's that whole thing of how I was saying before, make sure you don't give up without giving it your all. But also, if you know you've given it your all, don't be afraid of those sunken costs or the, and that time you've already invested in it because you have so much more time ahead of you. And if you, if you stop earlier, you're going to have more time for something else. So making sure that you're aware of those two things about know why you're starting something, but then also know why you're ending something and know when the right time is to quit because there is always a right time to quit. There's a time to quit before you spend too much time in it, before you spend even more money on it, trying to make it even more, trying to make it even better than it was before when if your heart and soul's not in it, no amount of money, no amount of time is going to make it any better. You probably need to move on to something else. Going way back to the start of this episode now and the whole thing came up again with the podcast with having my new podcast and having this podcast, which one really takes priority. And as I've spoken about before, um, I do edit my own podcast. I do a lot of work on the back end. I obviously have to sit down and record. And I'm also doing that on the other podcast as well. So that's going to be twice the amount of time. I don't have that much time. So I've been genuinely considering what I do with both podcasts because I really enjoy this podcast. But at the end of the day, it's not going to be able to go anywhere. I am still going to continue to turn up for this podcast, but it's 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 definitely a consideration for me. It's it's where do I spend my time? Is it worth my while turning up here every single week? Is it worth just releasing a smaller podcast? You know, a condensed probably 10-minute podcast every single week? Or is it worth releasing a half-hour episode but only every fortnight? I don't know where I position myself with these things. And these are the type of things that we need to be willing to assess in order to start on new things that could be then profitable, that could at the end of the day, have more impact on your business. So we need to be really clear on the direction it is that we that we would like to be headed and what it is we're going to be giving up in order to get that because you will have to give some things up in the beginning. It's hard to say, but you will have to give things up. But you, you have to do that. You have to make that sacrifice in order to get to the end point that you're able to have all your time back because you've worked on something so hard for so many years and you're now in a position where you do what you love every single day. I think the majority of people who start their own business are starting because they have been working in a nine to five for way too long. And then they transfer into their own business and they start working way more than eight hours um, for the first few years. And they think, well, why did I ever stop working nine to five? I'm now working way longer than I ever did. I'm probably not getting, I'm probably not getting paid as much as I ever was. But you make that sacrifice at the start because eventually you probably won't be working eight hours a day. You'll probably be hard up working eight hours a week and still making the same amount of money if you put that time in at the start. 
and the work doesn't feel like work because it's stuff you really enjoy. So if you're not willing to make that sacrifice early on, then it's going to be very hard uh, to be able to come back and produce something that is on autopilot a lot later on and be able to be something that you really enjoy and really proud of. Because if you're only going to put 20% of your effort into it, you can only expect to get 20% out of it. And that is way below where everyone else is. And you got to think about everyone else out there in the world who's trying to do something just like you, who is going to put more time and effort into it. And if you're not going to be up to that standard, if you're not going to get yourself to that level, if you're not going to make the sacrifices that other people have, it's going to be very hard for you to compete out there in the world. But that is all I really wanted to speak on today, guys. I could ramble about this for a long time. It's really something that I do believe in. I believe we should all start something before we're ever probably ready to start in something. I've, I've made a whole episode about that and how I started this podcast before I was ever ready to start a podcast and how I started my business before I was ready to start a business. You know, We all should be naive children when it comes to starting things in life and just believing that everything's going to work out. But eventually... At some point, you've probably got to pull the pin and say, it's not working for me anymore. It's time to move on to something new. It's time to start something new. It's time to start to enjoy the things that you do again. Enjoy your art projects. Enjoy your creativity once again. So that is all I wanted to touch on in today's episode. I really hope that you guys enjoyed this episode, enjoyed what I had to speak about. I hope it brought something up for you and made you think about what your next project is going to be. What's the next thing you're going to be starting? Because I don't know any creatives out there that like to stay stagnant and I certainly don't and I like to be able to move on to new things all the time and I'm constantly having ideas and as I said, I've got a big list of them but it's about but it's important to know which one you should move on to and when and why. So I hope this episode gave you a few insights into my thinking on that. As always, guys, if you enjoyed this episode, I would really appreciate it if you could share it around with other people who you think may also enjoy this episode or this type of content. Uh, I've been really trying to work hard at producing content that you guys are enjoying. And I think uh, I've been really trying to listen to the episodes that have been really performing well and trying to skew my my episodes around that and try to make episodes from my point of view and my perspectives because I think that at the end of the day is the only thing that stands me apart. And along with that, if you did enjoy this episode, I would love it if you would consider leaving a rating or review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, wherever you are listening to this podcast. It would really mean the world to me and help to get my podcast out to more people. But with that said, guys, I will speak to you all in the next episode. I hope you have a great week and I'll talk to you again next Monday. Bye. Bye.